0: This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 2269, Thinking Ourselves Right, The Good and Bad Sides of Self-Justification, part one, by Elaine Massicott of freetopursue.com, and I'm Justin And Today, I have a bit of a longer post. I'll read the first half today and then finish the rest for you tomorrow. So with that, let's get right to part one and start optimizing your life. Thinking Ourselves Right. The Good and Bad Sides of Self-Justification, Part 1, by Hélène Massicotte of freetopursue.com. I lie to myself daily. We all do. They're small lies for the most part. We lie to ourselves about how attractive we are, how smart we are, how good or bad we are at the various things we do. An example of this is sometimes how surprised we are about how we look when we see ourselves in a picture. We can even lie to ourselves when we look in the mirror every morning. These lies become quite apparent in the general population when we hear that well over 50% of people believe they have above average driving skills, intelligence, attractiveness, health, problem solving skills, etc. These skewed beliefs infiltrate our day to day so effectively that we rarely notice we're doing it. Why can we see them so clearly in others while being blissfully unaware of them when it comes to our own thoughts and behaviors? because facing a lie we tell ourselves would mean redefining how we see ourselves. Depending on the situation, getting real could require us to change our beliefs and or behavior in ways that feel unbearable. We would have to reevaluate ourselves in ways that are less than flattering, perpetrator, liar, thief, assailant, lazy, dumb, bigot, ugly, weak, corrupt, bully, undependable, wrong, selfish, greedy, glutton, substance abuser, victim, criminal, cheater. And most of us would feel unable to live with such labels. Playing ostrich is much easier. Why do we lie to ourselves? We have a need to make sense of our world, our lives, and ourselves. In order to do so, we learn to categorize things in various ways. Good or bad, black or white, right or wrong, attractive or ugly, rich or poor, healthy or sick, smart or dumb, hot or cold, and so forth. The list can go on ad nauseum. Suffice it to say that in order to successfully categorize everything, we need to apply these binary yes and no determinations to what's around us. If you believe this activity to be optional, I dare you to go a single day without using such qualifiers. I tell you it'd be successful because evaluating every single aspect of everyday life and all its complexity would grind all activity to a crawl at best. We'd be paralyzed, unable to act or make decisions because the process of evaluating every detail would require an inordinate amount of mental effort and often the evaluation itself would not render a decision, instead leaving us with more questions than answers, such as maybe, it depends, I need more information, it's not clear. For the most part, quick evaluations are justified and they don't affect us in a negative way unless of the type that leads us down a path of subsequent decisions that use the previous one in this context. It can be a slippery slope and we can all fall prey to it. Here are some examples. The sunk cost fallacy. That's throwing good money after bad because not doing so would mean we have to admit the previous investments made were a mistake. The Diderot effect of having to upgrade many things in our lives to make everything in our lifestyle fit one or more new status objects, as opposed to deciding the new object doesn't fit with our budget or preferred lifestyle. Delaying a decision indefinitely, despite awareness of the need to act, such as saving or investing. Justifying increasingly bad behavior on the basis of previous bad behavior, Because changing course would mean admitting that the initial decision was wrong. Cheating on a test, lying to a spouse, stealing office supplies, spending time on Facebook or Google when we know we should be working, lying about our credentials, affiliations, or level of success. Vilifying or dismissing a person we've hurt. He had it coming, she made me do it. What did he expect? I tried to warn her, but she wouldn't listen. He's blowing it out of proportion. She started it. You should see what he did to me. And avoiding personal responsibility. It's just business. I'm just doing my job. I don't have a choice. There were extenuating circumstances. I was misled. I didn't know. The previously mentioned wouldn't be so insidious if it weren't for the fact that we often don't realize we're justifying our behavior and that when we do, we can successfully convince ourselves that we're not rewriting the script. It's how we resolve the cognitive dissonance we're experiencing, by fooling ourselves into thinking or having revisionist memories of why we're right. What's more, the higher the stakes, our expected level of expertise, authority, responsibility, or the consequences we might face, the more we need to get entrenched in the belief that what we're doing or have done is right and proper, which means we're less likely to admit we've made a mistake. Scary stuff the upside of kidding ourselves. Hear that on tomorrow's episode. You just listen to part one of the post titled, Thinking Ourselves Right, The Good and Bad Sides of Self-Justification by Elaine Massicotte of freetopursue.com. And thank you to Elaine. i I'll finish the rest for you in tomorrow's episode, which judging by how we ended this one, sounds like we'll hear the more positive side of kidding ourselves. So with that, thank you for being here, listening every day, including the weekends, and I'll be back tomorrow to finish up this post where optimal life awaits.